You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, it's Russ and my Hammers 11, absolutely sweating buckets, but doesn't matter, we're still here, uh, yeah, I hope everyone's well, uh, views channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you're made aware of me, anytime I put new content on, um, we have videos going up daily, but sometimes two, three times a day, loads of great stuff coming up, We've got some good stuff with um, some charity stuff coming up soon, so make sure you're subscribing to the channel as well as YouTube and Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff, um, so you're made aware of that stuff, loads of great guests, loads of great fans, loads of great fan stories coming up, including today's guest you can see who it is uh if you're watching on youtube obviously you can't if you're watching you listen to it on uh, on spotify or or uh, you know apple podcast or whatever it's uh, it's stevie sizzle <laughs> and we are sizzling today stevie aren't we man How sizzle by name sizzle by name <laughs> sizzle by nature today i got the nickname stevie sizzle because i love cooking sausages and listen, you can cook sausages out the bonnet of the car today. Cause you can do it on my awesome. head. I think you can do it on my <laughs> head today. Stick your oh. arm out and I'll put a rash right there. And burn away at the window. So you have close them curtains, lads. Close the curtains. Open the window, close the curtains. Oh, That's it's ridiculous. Thing, isn't it? It is. Keep, keep the house, keep, keep the bedroom cold, isn't it? Switch. Yeah. <laughs> Open the window down. now. Open the window oh. now. Don't leave it till you get up there. It'll be too warm. Already done it. It's been open all day. Isn't that Good man. Thing? I've tried a hack today as well. Uh, someone suggested putting a Tupperware dish full of water in the freezer and then putting it behind a fan when you go to bed, rather than because obviously, in essence, it's just a massive block of ice. Um, and so we'll see if that works. Not only yeah. do we talk football, we talk um, household hacks as well. You know, we're branching out today. If you have children, right, and people are out there now going, "I've got kids, you can't be doing that kind of crack," yeah. because one of them will start roaring, shouting in the midnight. You'll get up, tear out knock everything over, you're shouting at the missus, she's shouting at you, something else will fall, child is screaming, water everywhere, fan broken, electrical fire going off, you're out in the front, house on flames. Don't do that. That's a bad idea. Well, you'd be outside, though. (laughs) (laughs) Sleep in the car. I mean, the window's open, sunroof open. Sleep in the car. At least you've got decent air con. Yeah. The old sunroof used to wind them like that. Them were the days, mate. Huh? I remember my old, my old car, I used to have an old Peugeot 206, this was years ago, and and, it, and I bought it with a panoramic panoramic glass roof, it was, Ooh, and uh, yeah, it was, like a, it was like a greenhouse, Ooh. like today would absolutely be sweltering, but yeah, and it was like, well, for, look at it this way, for nine months of the year, that's a moon roof, it's not even a sunroof, yeah, it's true, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. just raining, yeah, anyway, <laughs> we thought, how are you, how are you Stevie, how's things with you man? I'm phenomenal. Um, I'm a half glass full kind of guy at the best yeah. of times and at the worst of times. So, yeah, I'm in good form. Life is okay. I'm very positive and uh, I'm warm, but I cut the grass the other day and it's still nice and short. So, listen, I'm, I'm good. That's I've got brilliant. plenty of water. Stay, where's the camera? Stay hydrated, very folks true. at home. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, I can't complain at all. I'm good. I am missing the kind of planning the next game you know what i mean like yeah you know i think a lot a lot of um fellas out there that are married or have kids or anything like that it's their little getaway 
um, and they're like putting a few bob away and I go, I'm going to I'm going to go large the next time and hit the club shop and hit the pub and you know get a bit of, get a kebab or something afterwards and not worry yeah. about life for a few days but god knows when we're going to see another game so at the moment it's just yeah. you know trying to trying to be upbeat and think about exactly. something positive yeah. and look, try to look forward to something that isn't football yeah that, that other rubbish that was me on the telly in the champions league and all that yeah. does my nothing i can't yeah. i can't uh, and you see I all mean, the plastics on twitter and i mean, not I, I mean me. that's the thing it's like you know i wouldn't swap a a relegation Premier League battle for a top four finish, you know. It's like you know, that's it. I, I just wouldn't. I just don't feel. I, I just, you know, because we wouldn't. We wouldn't do well for one thing. If we got no, there. it's too much to lose. <laughs> to be honest with you, the last I know it was a nightmare. But since we came back from lockdown, I think you look at the games, and we're lucky we had kind of two games a week. Everyone was buzzing for the next one. Even if we yeah. lost, we were like, you know, because yeah. the start was bad. You know what? The first two or three games we were getting, ho- excuse my friend, we were getting hockey, and yeah, next yeah. thing we were like, all right, it might, it might, it might turn it around. We've only got two, three days to wait. So it was kind of like, you know, you weren't depressed for the whole week. You, you could, could actually crack. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. You only had a few days, and you had to get on it again. So luckily, we turned it around. But every game, like the, the buzz, and when the goal went in, it just felt. See, Glory Hunters, they don't feel that. You know, they no. don't feel that adrenaline rush when you get a goal. It's all well getting a goal and. You might be two one up or three one up when you're pushing for top six, but when you're down the bottom and like Villa won the last few games when Villa won and everyone was picking up, Bournemouth started to play well and oh yeah. Watford started to play well and they beat, did they beat Newcastle? I can't remember or Newcastle oh, beat there yeah. or it was a draw or something like that. Yeah, it was a draw. Oh my God, my boy, we have to win the next day, and we always seem to be able just to keep that little step seem, ahead. Yeah, and, you're right. We always seem and to that, just do it. A couple yeah. of goals and and like, but it just it's good that the players felt that. Yeah. The importance of them kind of you're not just yeah, relegation yeah, yeah. battle, but you know every game just became so important at the end, and every you're goal right. and every tackle and every uh, thank God Roberto wasn't around, but I was going to say every save. He might be going to Atletico Madrid. I watched him play against Real Madrid there when they in during the lockdown, and he was all over the shop. I mean, it was like Atletico were like looking at him to replace be like number two to Oblak. He's like the best goalkeeper in the world. It's like I don't see what people see. Honestly, but it was a funny game, as they say. But I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It was just like because we had this sort of like as you said, it was like every two or three days, you didn't have time to wallow in in a bad performance and. To be fair, typical West Ham, we hit our decent form just as the season finishes. Right, off you go, lads. See you in six weeks. You know, it's typical West Ham. But um, yeah, we did. Yeah, thank God. Because yeah, thank li- literally, I think I think that the the bit of a break helped Moyes because he kind of when he came in, he he was playing Anthony, he playing different players, and he yeah. gave them a shot, and they didn't read. They weren't some of them were a bit off form. They weren't performing. Um, some of them were useless as well. Let's be straight with it. Um, but then he kind of he, he had time to think about it. Whereas if the league kept going, you're making mistakes when you're thinking. Um, but he had time to think. Then he got him back there. You, you could see the coach and made the difference. Like, I love defending. I love proper defending. Yeah. Fair play to Moise. He told the guys to start defending. Yeah. Nice one. You could have said that earlier on. But you know, better <laughs> late than never, fella. And uh, the, the guys finally start defending. You could see it was working on whatever they were doing in training. Yeah. They were kind of learning to defend together rather than. I'm just going to go out and do what I want and, and hope yeah. for the best type of thing. Yeah. And it started to work. And that them few weeks, I'll say a few weeks, God, how many, geez, it was like two or three months or whatever it was. Yeah. But that, that kind of helped because he could plan. And that's why yes. I wasn't too, I wasn't too, I like to say Robbie Keane on him coming, uh, coming in the first place. And I don't think a lot of us were. But them few weeks, so I'm hoping maybe over the, the, the break, the next six weeks, I suppose there's only a month left or whatever mm-hmm. to the start of the season. Yeah. I think he won't let us down when it comes to planning and and how he kind of get things get things kind of um, organized yeah. for the start of the year. It's just who comes and who goes, and mm. we don't know. None of us know what's going to happen. Like look at Tottenham billion pound yeah. stadium, and they buy that they buy some fella from Southampton. I know it worked for Liverpool yeah. when they bought half their squad and end up winning the league eventually after about five years. But um, you know, even even. The wannabe big boys, you know, they're shopping kind of in the middle tier, um, and, that's, and that's what I think. I think, and you that's know, the way it's going to be. And I think, though, I think, you know, in terms of what's happening, no one seems to know how much money anyone's got. Um, everyone claims to not have any money. Chelsea, I think, have, have spent all their beans. I think they might, yeah. you know, and that's why 
I don't think he says now, but I don't think there's going to be a bid for a, a decent bid in for Rice from Chelsea because I don't think I can't see how they can can balance the books. You know what I mean? It's no, like, you, you can see what you can see what they're trying to do. They're, the story is leaking left, right, and center. Yeah, um, it's is the agents whatever we don't know, but then that tries to unsettle the player. Then the player has to come out just like Anadovich was doing a couple of years ago. I'm yeah. thin, I'm your guy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. and then that's the beginning of the end. When that starts happening game over he's gone but I think you're probably right Chelsea spent a lot of money early doors Um, I know they haven't won anything but they're they're after getting that Champions League coin Mm. now as well so that's kind of giving them an extra few quid too um, because you know Abramovic looked like he'd lost he'd lost interest last season Mm. even before the ban he kind of you could see he'd lost interest a bit but now they're they're, going to have to look like they lost Willian and Pedro and I think someone else as well like that's a lot of that's a lot that's of a good lot, players. That's a lot of good players, isn't it? It's mental. A lot but I of think good you're right. Players. The, 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 the one club I'm worried about in terms of Mr. Rice is City because I think they haven't still haven't got a replacement for Fernandinho. Yeah. And he is the replacement. You know, he's like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's his position. But we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Who knows? As you said, I don't think anyone as you said it's it's just, you know, our friends from three point lane, you know, they obviously spent all his money on the stadium, they they're hobbling around for you know, free transfers now and it's like you know, yeah, that's it. I, I agree with your point about Moyes, definitely. Yeah, Moyes yeah, is... yeah. No, I, I think so. And the, the, the frustrating thing, probably for the two of us, when we're thinking, when we're thinking along them lines, is that the sooner he gets in a few, if it is championship players or whatever mm-hmm. players is, the better because he can work with them and kind of get yeah. them going, and, and get them settled in like he did with with Bowen. Like he he had him settled oh. in from day one. I was at the Southampton game when he played him. That little chip, I'd love to see him around the goal a bit more mm. um, next season because he has that little bit of kind of, he can just drop the shoulder and he can kind of get a little bit of space more so than Fornells. Fornells, when he's in the box, I don't know, I don't know, is he afraid of the, the goal mean. line or something? Yeah, and as yeah, you yeah. see, like, his mother in law's face in the goal and he just hits it wide because he's scared of his life. Just go, now he did get the nice one at Liverpool, but you know what I mean? There's been a few little games. Yeah. He has that little burst and he runs in and then he's like, all right, finish it. It's, oh, where's my hand? Yeah, it's gone off the other way. Gone, so, yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm hoping Bowen could be lovely in that little 10 roll, but who knows yeah. with, our, with our system. Who, I, who I knows know, and, I, and I think it's one of those things as well with um, with people like Bowen and stuff like that. You can see the blueprint works in terms of buying these championship-based players or players from different leagues outside the top five leagues, like what we've done with Suchek. Um, and clearly, the you know, and someone like Suchek, we could double our money of him tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah. And, and I think that's unfortunate. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. yeah. Who knows at the moment? But, and, and, and it just seems to be, I just think with Moyes, you know, I mean, we've unlike a West Ham team I can remember the last few years, we always seem to have a goal in us. Do you know what I mean? We always, I think we were like one of the top goals, outside the top six. I think our goal tally is like yeah, definitely the, nine, the last know, like, se- the last six games. I'd say I don't oh, think anyone yeah. scored more than they were flying in from all angles. Yeah, um, header that's, like that's so. When do we score from headers like. and corners? Like that's Kevin Nolan. Two and I one. think that's Nolan's influence. <laughs> yeah, well, definitely. yeah, I suppose he, him and um, Big Sam probably have a timeshare somewhere together. So yeah, yeah he, he's bound to learn pick something off the floor. Well, he was. It's like we're, you know we weren't a particularly <laughs> we weren't a particularly like tall team or a, a physical team and since lockdown we've come back as i think gonzo said it's like land of the giants you yeah know, we we're doing long throws in corners suchek you know diop Bona looked dangerous bowen has this amazing delivery which we never knew he had really because it was always snodder snoddy was the one who didn't deliver yeah, yeah. um and it just gives us a different a different we always look like we have a goal obviously we need to sort out the, the defense as you said you yeah know, that's we've although we've scored a crap load we've conceded a lot more and uh to me that's that's <laughs> kevin keegan to... job isn't it yeah. kevin keegan style. but you know it's the western way we like that it. it's it. entertaining we love football, that isn't it we we love that and that's uh, like in the 90s and all that we never we never really had a great defense in the last no. 20 30 years we had one or two good defenders and then a couple yeah. of guys fill in we were never like a burnley yeah. Um, but you know we were always kind of exciting catch guys on the break and the last six seven games that's what we were doing we were oh, we were going for it I don't know what was happening but that just goes to show like Moyes he can good coaches like that and anyone that have played football they get motivated by yeah. you know buying into what the coach is telling them and seeing it working yeah. whereas you need other types of coach to manage the higher 
kind of player yeah, you're that right. you needs mean. to be like is a millionaire he's sitting there he needs to be motivated in a different way he gets his buzz from yeah. like if you're a millionaire you get your buzz from the crowd and doing things and being a little mm. bit individualistic you could see that in Bournemouth with Eddie Howe like his any of the top any player that he paid big money for he couldn't really motivate them nah, yeah, yeah, to yeah. play in his with his team and, yeah. and fit them in well and that's why there's two different type of managers so yes Moyes is saying okay yeah I'm going to go for you know you know, kind of the unknown player, up and coming player, and that's what he's good at. Yeah. So let him do it. You know what yeah, I mean? Like so I mean. They, they, we are being tight in, in of course, the owners are probably being tight about it too. But Moyes is, can he can turn water into wine? And I think that's what West Ham fans love. We love to see we love to see people put it in. Um, and I think with those million dollar players, you know, those superstars, we turn on them really quickly. Yeah, we do turn on them really yeah. quickly. Whereas yeah. if we get a young, hungry. Maybe British based player doesn't really matter, I don't think, but it's they have that sort of natural want to perform on the yeah, high stage. Try. And someone yeah, like Bowen, someone like Suchek, you know, these guys we've picked them up from not obscurity, but not the Premier League and or not yeah. like Serie A or Bundesliga. You know, they come and and they've they've actually they flourished. And yeah, it may well be a stepping stone, potentially. But I don't give a shit. I, you know, in the, the day, they're they're playing for the shirt, and that's all we want to do at West Ham yeah. fans, isn't it? Just put a shift in. That's it. Um, like, I suppose we're going down the road. Like, I'm not into American football at all. I I don't have a clue what's going on there. But yeah. a lot of them change team. Like, a lot of the yeah. players change every year, and it's like, yeah. all right, okay. So, and it's it's happening in football now as well. You know, mm-hmm. unless you're at the top like Liverpool and City to a certain extent, everyone else. I suppose before COVID, the last season, look how many players we brought in last season. We changed yeah. the whole team. Did it work? No, it didn't. No. Um, so maybe that's what's going to happen after this maybe not this season but the following one it's going back to type where every team is buying six, seven, eight players and then mm. you know get rid of the also that's not what we've, we've been keeping hold of the the other players the guys that haven't been performing um, mm. us and maybe a couple two or three other teams because now we can't afford to do that anymore no. um, obviously we don't have the money to do it anymore so if a guy is performing crack on what's the point yeah. It's like if you've got a girlfriend and she's annoying you, or if you're annoying her, what's the point? What's the Call point? it a day no, and we'll move, we'll move on. And, and, the, and the thing about Moyes, <laughs> the thing about Moyes as well is, uh, and you talk about motivating the players, when Dex scored that goal, um, I love that. The first person he ran to was David Moyes. Yeah, I love that. And I think that makes so, and you know, and also, you know, we're talking about, you know, um, yeah, campaign, keep Deck. Um, and uh, that's. He clearly has an affection with the players already. Yeah, um, but it's, it's like, a, yeah, it's like right. So to be fair, Rice has been carrying the midfield yeah. all year, probably year, last year and a half. Yeah. Um, he's covered a lot of ground, and then Suchik comes in, and you can see his stats straight away. He's covered more ground than any player in West Ham all season. I think it was his first game in Liverpool. His feet were caught everything the whole lot, and you've got Rice now looking going. Oh, Moyes has brought this fella in, and. Now yeah. I'm, you know, I'm playing better. I can yeah. impose myself more. I, I have a partner in crime and I'm not yeah. slagging Noble off because he's done no. laws for us. Um, but now it's, it's time for a different role for him and we can yeah. see that already. And Moise yeah. is doing that, which is brilliant. He spotted that straight away. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's why Rice is like that. Like I said, the coaching has worked and he's seen that and he's like, right, this is my guy now. You know, this is yeah. my manager. And it's really good to see. And I'm sure... Some of the other guys would have. I don't know what Yarmolenko was doing. Remember, he went. He was doing that across yeah, when he scored yeah, against. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he was doing the opposite, or maybe he was he was doing the exact same thing, and he's just uh, doing it in a different way. Hopefully, um, but uh, yeah, no, it's good. To, it's good to see the players buying into it. Yeah. Um, like playing a di- like straight away a different style of football, a bit more attacking. Um, defenders yeah. actually trying to defend, <laughs> and then Rice like coming in, you know, moving up to the next level, ball and flourishing like. I used to, when when Fornells came for I'm I'm I put my hand up, I slagged him off every week, every week on Twitter he's terrible yeah. blah blah blah, but the amount of assists he got since yeah. we came back, and like you watch him especially the last game the amount of running that he does and I know he gets taken off a lot, like, it's probably frustrated being taken off every game mm. and you know subbed every game but we've got a decent squad to be fair we yeah, did we near now. the end of the season everyone got fit and mm. you look at Wilshire he didn't get a sniff of a game did no. he get like ten minutes. Of, of, since we came back, if that, you so you can see he wants, Moyes wants guys that are going to put a shift in, and if you put a shift in, you keep your place. If you don't, you're off. 
Yeah. Simple as that. You're you're not you're not going to get a game. So he can see Fornells is putting the effort and putting the He's saying, right, go out and give me seventy minutes, one hundred percent, give it all, and then I'll bring someone else on because you're tired. And that's what yeah. he's been doing. So yeah. I put my hands up and I I want to apologise to the nation for slagging out <laughs> slagging out for Fornells because yeah. uh, no, he's like he the assists he got, the runs he was making, the ground he was covering. He just he, he's a little bit of an unsung hero the last he few is. games. I and, think so, definitely. He, and he gave it everything. No, yeah, and again, he's, and what I liked about him as well is he he he's 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 one of these foreign based players who doesn't mind getting stuck in a bit as well, you know. Yeah. And he'd probably love to a bit more. I think he's afraid yeah, to. I, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but we no, can, I like. We, him. We'll, we'll definitely see him getting better and better and better, yeah. you know, over the next few next few years because you know, he's definitely. young. Um, is is he going to be as good as Lanzini to take over that role? Probably not. We've lost we've lost a gem there, unfortunately, with with that bad injury. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be like you'd love to see a like him being a like for like replacement, and I and I think that's what Pellegrini probably hoped for. But he's going to be a different type of player. He's going to be more of a kind of a wide. Now, when he played centrally against Super League, he played well. Don't get me wrong. Oh, but yeah. that's that's away from home. And you can break differently in that kind of game. You need someone with a bit of pace. But I think Moyes knows that. You play a different team at home to away. Um, there's no point playing loads of guys like with respect Snoddy and, and Noble. You can't have too many of the older guys in the same team, especially no. um in home Get games because you need to be yeah. yeah, you need to be pushing it a lot. But yeah. there's a lot of positives there from oh, the last yeah. few uh, oh, the definitely. last few games. Absolutely um, definitely. I'm a bit more present. You, if you look back at my Twitter over the last three months, you you would have thought I was gonna gonna jump into a river, but <laughs> we pulled it out of the bag some way, and uh, we, we had still. we we had a great journey. I don't know what yeah. we always did. We were we were worried, man. We were around Christmas time there. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I, I many times I said we're gone. If we lose the next mm-hmm. game, we're gone, and we lost. Oh gee, we were just lucky. <laughs> more people were ponier than us. That's we managed to squeeze out of it, but I think we've learned a valuable, valuable lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the owners have earned or learned a valuable lesson as well. We put all our eggs into one basket last year mm-hmm. uh, with Pellegrini and bought an absolute bucket load of players on big money and they haven't performed. No, I don't think, you know, Fornells uh, maybe. Yeah, no, I think, and, and it's what you were saying before, you know, having... You know the right type of manager for the right type of players. Uh, I think I, I just think Pellegrini, in hindsight, was just the wrong manager for us. Yeah, he was. Yeah. I think we needed a, a more grassroots, you know, spit and sawdust type, you know, type manager. The one who, you know, well, you, we like to see a manager on the touchline actually berate a team, you know, and that's it, and, yeah, and have that passion. And and you know, you think going back all the good managers we've had in the modern era. Most of the ones who sit on the touchline just shouting, and we like that because it means they care. Because obviously, Pellegrini was picking up a big, ch- big wage packet. You just never thought he had that passion that no, Moisey no. has. You know, what no, I mean? we we need we want as fans. Well, I want, I want to know that my players are afraid of my yeah, manager. Yeah. That's what I want. Like, there has to be a level of fear there because yeah, if yeah. they're not fear there, then there's not going to be respect there. And then someone's on sixty bags a week. He, he ain't, he's just gonna go. Right, I'm I'm happy out. Yeah, that's why. Right. I, that's why I'm I'm surprised. I don't know with regards to Anderson. I don't know. Like I like him. I remember last season, not just one game, but the previous one. Mm. He he went on a run of five or six games, and he just got. Us, we were just lagging a bit in the season, and then I remember Southampton scored a beauty, and he yeah. had that really good run again where, when we were absolutely pony and no one was playing well. And he, I think people are forgetting that little run that he put in, and he. He won a he won a few games for us to be fair to yeah. Palace. I think he's got a screamer against Palace as well. He was he was on fire, and then just since we come back, he just hasn't kicked on. Hasn't and you can really, you no. can see like on his social media, you can see he's trying. He wants he seems to be involved, and he's like London and West Ham and back to work and back. You see, you can see there might be a mm. genuine kind of care, and he's trying. But I don't know. I, I just uh, he's not a bottom table. Player he's for not, me, you know, unfortunately. Just, some players are, some players aren't. And he isn't one of those players who, who you pick for the dogfight. And it shows when Moyes didn't put, yeah, you know, a thirty million pound player no, no. in the team. Did, you know, that just did, didn't it. even, yeah, didn't even throw him up and go, listen, go up there next to uh, yeah. next to Antonio and try and play him. Yeah. He didn't even no. trust him to do that because yeah. he knew he wasn't going to run back. And I remember last season, he 
at the start, I think it was the first seven or eight games, his stats were he'd most tackles in the team, uh, which was incredible. Yeah. But then after that, then like that, he just like this season, he just nice completely time. dropped off. Yeah. yeah, completely, he just not not happening we'll at see. all. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see. But listen, we'll see happens, we're we're not going to sell him unless we're going to get proper money. And who's going to pay proper money? I, I I can I can only see maybe two players, three players leaving because no yeah. one is going to be able to afford what we want for them. Well, it depends what we. It depends. You know, there's. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know what they're doing, but yeah, I don't think you'll get. I think you know them, Anderson. I reckon if you end up with 15, you've done well out of him, I think, at the moment. He's not really... I wouldn't say he's... You wouldn't get anywhere near what we paid for him. No. Um, so if you get off... I think. Why does that always off, happen but... to us? Why do we that's, buy that's players what I mean. and they lose now, value? Everyone exactly. else gets player and they, they shoot up. And that's the... why what we're doing now, we've got the Bowens, the Sucheks, you know, if we buy I don't know, any other championship players, naturally you're going to double your money in them straight away because... You're, you've got a Premier League, it's like, you know, Premier League badge to your name now. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, so like, as I said, Suchet, we paid, what was it, 16 million, including the 3 million sign on fee, 16 and a half, something like that. Bargain. On today's market, as you said, 30 million pounds, no problem. No yeah. problem. Yeah, at all. yeah. What, what did Bart Bournemouth play for eBay? Like 20 something. I think, yeah, I mean, Bone was 17, I think we paid there, something like that. You could sell him for 25 million, I reckon, no probs. Um, and, and, and yeah, I mean, it's, but and that's clearly the the model. I mean, they talk about it being that RB Leipzig model. It's not. It's just good scouting. That's what it is. It's good RB scouting. RB Leipzig are owned by a billion dollar company. Yeah, exactly. The, but the they most the, popular exactly. drink in the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, after Coca-Cola, obviously. Most popular, um, what, yeah. what would we call it? Sports drink or whatever. Sports drink, yeah. Uh, energy drink, yeah. Not even energy drink. Yeah, yeah. So, like, they've got a few billion buying them. They, don't, you they know. did, but they buy basically young players and sell them for a profit. Yeah. It's not. It's just a business working with a football club. That's basically yeah. what they're doing. In the same with any other, you go and buy a, a, I don't know, a company or you go to, I don't know, a, a cash and carry and you buy... I don't know two hundred face masks at two pound, and you sell them for three pound. You make a profit. That's basically yeah. that's and basic you em- business. You employ people to go and find them for you, not like us. Exactly. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> you yeah, or you don't pick, you don't manager. have your exactly. You don't have your scouting um, yeah, yeah, network yeah. being your brothers, your uncles, yeah, your yeah, friends, yeah. your sons, top trump, and... top trump cards. <laughs> Any, anyway, twenty five <laughs> minutes into the into the into the, into the episode, Steve. Why are Jeez. you West? Why are you a West Ham fan? <laughs> that flu. Wow, 25 minutes. It, it does, man, honestly. And that's the thing. When people come on and go, oh, I don't think I'm going to talk. I don't. And it's like as soon as you just start talking about West Ham, it just flows. And, and that's that what does. people love. It's natural. It's yeah, just yeah. funny, man. So I can see the West Ham shirt. I can see the Mark Noble print behind you. Um, we spoke about West Ham for 25 minutes. Why are you a West Ham fan, Steve? What's your story? This is an incredible story. Um, Brilliant. It started many moons ago on the Titanic. No, I'm joking. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it was me and DiCaprio. <laughs> yeah, I swept, I swam home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jack and me no. painting yeah, me like Jack. a French woman. Yeah. Jack, Jack gave me a hammer before he got <laughs> off the the, chair, the, the and door. From then on, I, I always know, promised um, that I'd be a West Ham fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, it's a good one. So obviously, um, I grew up in East London. I grew up in Ilford. Um, yeah. My accent's changed because I moved back to Ireland when I was a uh, teenager. But uh, my mum and dad were Irish. They met in London. <clears throat> um, I remember going to... I was in the Scouts of the Cubs. One of them. I remember going to West Ham and Arsenal in Highbury. But it was the reserves. Yeah. So that that was kind of my first game. And I came home to my dad. And it was different back then, like in the 80s. Like, it wasn't on the telly all the time. Um, you know what I mean? It was like you know, on the radio or whatever. But I think a lot of us just, just played football in the park with our friends. And yeah. just... We, you know, we didn't like care about, yeah, we didn't care about Brazil and blah, blah, blah. You know, we yeah. didn't care about Man United and Barcelona. Like, probably didn't even know what Barcelona were. I don't think I knew Tottenham were until I was about 10. <laughs> Irrelevant. Yes. But, um, yeah, so I remember I came home from that game and Dad was like, oh, you know, what do you think? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, I, I, I didn't care, whatever. And then we kind of, um, he sat me down one day and he was like, do you want to go to another game? I said, I said, oh, my mates at school, they like West Ham, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, well, look at it this way. I suppose my dad and his two brothers and sister moved to London in the 70s for work from Ireland. And uh, he said to me, he goes, um, well, I want to bring you to West Ham. And he wasn't big into football or anything like that. He liked it, but he didn't go himself. But he yeah, goes, yeah. I want to bring to West Ham. And I was like, why? 
Um, he said, because when I moved over, he said, the Cockney used to look after me. And I said, what do you mean by that? He said, like, I suppose he was young, he was a teenager, he was working on the sites and stuff like that. The company he, he made friends with used to give him a sub before payday and blah, 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 oh, wow. look after him and his brothers and stuff like that. And that kind of resonated inside him. And mm -hmm. they were three good West Ham mates. And, and that's why he kind of said it's, a, it's like, a, I know it's a cliche of saying it's a family, but they kind of looked after him and, and his older brothers and, and his younger brother. And, you know, they kind of had that little kind of, they were a little gang and they used to go out drinking together and they looked after each other. And he said, oh, if we're going, you're not going to Arsenal again. I'm going to bring you West Ham. So <laughs> I, I can't remember what my first game, I don't know if it was Ray Stewart's testimonial or West Ham and Nottingham Forest. It was one of the two of them games. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Ray Stewart's testimonial, I think it was 1-1. Um, and me and my cousin, he brought me and my cousin, we just ran around the, like, the stadium because the testimonial. So like, yeah, that. exactly. So it was probably, that, yeah. probably waste on me, but I got to see the players up close <laughs> in person and all that. But then he came home with a video and the season, the previous season video or something from his his mate. Uh, he's yeah. actually from Dagnum. I can't remember his name now, but he had his son had two of these videos, so he gave me one of them. And I must have watched that video about. Awesome. I'm not joking. I would say two hundred times. Yeah, yeah. Easily, sometimes twice a day, and they were the long ones because it was. I think we were in Division Two, and there's like forty odd games. Like, games so you've yeah. got lots of little two minute, you know, video of the games, and I just remember all these players scoring and. And then Dad, uh, I, I started really getting into it then, so I got the jersey, the old BAC one with the collar. And uh, Dad brought me to a game then the next season, and we were playing Nottingham Forest or something. And I just remember Frank, Frank McAvenny scoring a hat-trick and just falling in love, just yeah. falling in love. And there was a pitch invasion after, and we were up in the West End, I'll never forget, right up in the corner where they put all, the, where they used to put all the, um, the tourists when the Dr. Martin stand used to get all the tourists used yeah, to go up in the yeah, top yeah. left-hand corner. So we were up there, but it was the older stand, if you know what I mean. And I just remember he just caught me by the neck and we just went down the stairs and straight out into the pitch and I just picked up a lump of the uh, centre circle and I brought it home on the tube. <laughs> Luckily <laughs> enough, we didn't live too far away, but I just had, yeah, like this in my hand and I put it up on my mantelpiece and it was there for probably a year until my mother just decided to hoover it up or something like that. But that's where the love affair began and it, it was just a kind of... Um, not by accident, but it was like, okay, if you're going to support a team, this is yeah. this is what you're doing. Um, you've got a taste of it. And then from then on, there was no looking back and yeah. just game by game. And even since I moved back from Ireland, back to Ireland when I was a teenager, um, probably probably got more into West Ham. Because I was the yeah, only yeah. one in my school that sported Yeah, yeah I can imagine. The only one. And there was a shop down in Cork about an hour and a half from where we lived. Football Crazy was called few of the Irish lads would, would might remember it and they, they had the jerseys and they might have a jacket and they might have a clock and they might have like a, a rug you know just somebody cool yeah. like a mug or something like that and dad would bring me down every Christmas and he'd just say right you know, let's just get some stuff and I, the jersey could be two sizes too big but I did not give a shit excuse yeah. my friend I had you know what I mean I yeah, wore I wore to death and I wore it with pride and it was tough. I'm not gonna lie, it was tough. Everyone's over here, Liverpool, Man United. Yeah, of course. It's just annoying, like, but they don't have they don't have what I had. They don't support the team why I support my team. You know what I mean? They yeah. don't they don't have that connection and they never will, to be honest with you. And I don't know if I feel sorry for them, I probably don't, because I'm quite happy and I think everyone that watches this and everyone on Twitter, they have a similar story and a similar reason and they're probably it's probably pretty similar to mine, to be honest with you. We all have that little just clicks just we've I mean, just every, I mean it all clicks it always clicks it's like there's no one I've interviewed who's gone yeah I went to the first game and then do you know what I didn't bother going again or <laughs> I didn't get, yeah, 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 it, it's yeah, like yeah. once you're in you're in That's how it. people how people get to that get in those gates the first time differs from person to person I mean yours is an unusual story in terms of obviously you know in terms of I mean you know as you said it all started because your dad was on was on the yard with a couple of Cockneys. Yeah, that's that's you know, and then it's just it developed even more, and then obviously going back to Ireland and maintaining that sort of uh, that love of the club. And I, and I honestly believe the guys who aren't in spitting distance of West Ham, you know, so you know whether it's whether they live up in North of England or in Ireland or in America or in India or Australia, they have 
I think they're even more fanatical because they haven't got the luxury of jumping on a train and being at London Stadium in 20 minutes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, For you, it's yeah, still a trek. Yeah. You know, it's still a commitment you need to do to get to Cork Airport and fly over or whatever. You know, in terms of however your journey is. But and I think that really shows. And even like the Scandinavian hammers and people like that. And that's why I love interviewing people outside of the UK because they, or outside of, of England, say, you know, let alone in Scotland and those of the Northern Nimers as well, because they have this extra, it's like, it's like extra dose. Like they've had their Red Bull, you know, they're, they're yeah, West Ham yeah, Red yeah, Bull. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. It, it just has a bit more it, about them. And I think it's brilliant. When it, people it's it's like being a drug addict, but there's only one place you can get your drug. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's it. Like, yeah. and if you live further away from it, it's harder, but. You That's want a it. really nice you know analogy. I mean? In a round, of, in a wrong <laughs> yeah. way, it makes perfect maybe, sense. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> subscription, subscription bills, of course. Yes. <laughs> but you know, you know what I mean. It's just like there's that longing for it. And, well, say um, instead of drugs, say it's a really nice cake. So you do. love, you know, you you, you want. No, there's no cake shop around. There's no cake shop. So there's only one there's only place one, you can one get that. cake shop, and you have exactly. to save up to go to that cake shop. But when exactly. you go there and it tastes you, even sweeter when you, you know. go all I out can, when you go there. i can go to that cake shop every saturday without a problem it takes yeah. you 20 minutes but for you it takes you a lot longer and you savor it a lot more that's that's the analogy not the drug analogy stevie that's well it. there you go yeah or yeah of course I'm a... we should have stuck with sausages we should stick with sausages. <sighs> good sausage stevie should... a good idea 85 percent meat oh. sausage oh, yes. no but you to be fair I, I was lucky growing up because you know i used to be able to go there because um, Ilford, yeah. where I lived, I lived actually near Loxford Park, so I was very close to Barking. So yeah. get on the tube there and boom, straight down. So I was very lucky to be able to get on that old Porter Cabin Club shop and all that. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. I've seen things change. And to be honest, I still have lots of family and lots of friends in London. I always had. Um, I used to go back, you know, every, at least once or twice a year mm-hmm. um, in my younger days. More so now, to be fair, because, you know, when you get when you become an adult, you can kind of, you know, be here to stash a little bit of money away and say yeah. to the missus, right, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna go to the pub this weekend. I'm saving up and going West Ham every yeah. six, seven weeks, which which is great. So to eat that sausage, to eat that sausage. But do you know what? It's more than that now. It's the so- the sausage is only probably fifty percent of it. Now it's the pals. You know what I mean? Now it's the and, and that's what I think people. And that's what I lads, think people. Yeah. This is since restart. I think that's even more case because I mean you see you know you're really active on Twitter and uh, yeah people on Facebook and stuff like that. You see how much community and we we did we talk about it a lot you know the west ham community west ham family but it's so true honestly and i'm not biased i don't think i am biased to it because you know i've been quite new to this you know i don't really i've never really integrated myself within the community i've kept myself to myself a little bit and and just the acceptance of these people to just like hey you know uh, you know i was Obviously, I, I still did a, you know, I play the music at the ground and stuff, so I was still there during restart. Um, God, I was in invite, you know, invited about half a dozen Zoom party, watch along parties, and and I felt really bad. Yeah, we were one of them, yeah. Yeah, and I had to, I had to keep on going into them, you know, or, or go, or, or you know, Charlie at Hammers Chat or Anton or the Irons United, and I sort of, I felt really bad because I couldn't go to all of them because I'm actually yeah, fucking working. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> doing all. Like, yeah, so I can't I do it. Remember, oh, I'm only one man. Um, we, but yeah, we no, had a great one with a few of the Irish lads for the. Um, I remember for the Chelsea game. Yeah, and it. it I can't remember a better cracking. game. To be honest with you, it was just so brilliant. But there was one or two guys. They were either ahead a couple of seconds, or there was one guy. Yeah, that's the trouble. Yeah, <laughs> he was by him about forty-two minutes. <laughs> so when it, when it came to the Watford game, I was like, no, I can't, I can't do yeah. it. I need to just. Just watch the game. It was too much riding on it. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't yeah. hear someone shout. Well, that's the thing. And then I wait was for the second. It was like, why is everyone indifferent? I know. It's really I know. strange. I, and that's the thing because I was there, so I was listening to like uh, the Hammers chat, Charlie and Tom, on the on the thing, and I'll be and I'll be going. Yarmolenko's coming on, and he was actually coming on. But obviously, by the time <laughs> the delay, yeah, he's and if they haven't watched it on a proper feed more delay it might be 10 minutes ago oh yeah Malenka's yeah, coming yeah. on yeah Russ yeah. told us that 10 minutes ago. you know it's like yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gave a little sort of heads up the place. <laughs> it's it's, it was mental I couldn't I couldn't handle it that waffle you know I couldn't I couldn't no. talk to anyone I was like no 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 I phone left normally I'd be kind of watching the game tweeting stupid stuff and then kind of blah blah but the phone was to the side that was it I was a bit on half time and jumped into the zoom call to the guys like they want you know the half time yeah we were all like we were all like we were we were playing so well and we were winning. But we were like, 
still have, still that doubt in there. You yeah. just do not know the Even whole three thing. Three burning out. down. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the minute they got the goal yeah. straight yeah. away. And that Second was it. Half, oh, that was it. We can We couldn't relax, but thank yeah. God, touch wood, we. Uh, are you, we made are it you a crowd noise on or a crowd noise off person, Stevie? Oh, noise! Oh, I can't be listening to that. No, no. way. Oh, it's just absolutely. And do, do you know what? There's some fella there. Obviously, there's a delay because there's some guy, like men, women, whatever, watching it. And then like, they're like, "Oh, that happened!" So they're pressing the button. And then people at home are watching it a few seconds later. And then it's just so. It's actually, it's actually. So we interviewed a guy. We interviewed a guy called Travis Newton a few few days ago, and he works for Sky. And he met the guy and had a meeting with the guy who basically came up with it. It's actually done all with AI. It's all done use yeah. Because I thought it was a poor bloke, no. in a, you know, sound. Yeah, yeah, that's my talk. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's all the sounds are loaded on from FIFA, the FIFA game, obviously the crowd noises because they record them anyway. But it's done by AI, but with Opta stats. So the idea is when a team is dominating possession and they're the home team, the crowd noise is greater. Oh. The only thing they couldn't figure out was when you're dominating possession and then there's a breakaway own goal. That's the one thing the computer just couldn't figure out. You know, why are you dominating position? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then letting it go. Look, the one that made me, me laugh was the Norwich game when we were like three new up at half time or whatever and, and the crowd booed them off. And that's when you know you're bad. <laughs> yeah, the computers, yeah. the, the computer turns around, twice. turns against you. <laughs> You know, whatever his name is, Daniel Fark, he's off, you know, you know, but, uh, oh, you know, it's so funny. And he's just, and Travis Newton has just texted me. How weird is that? Um, I was just talking about, it's like his ear, you know, her, his uh, ears are burning. But Tell yeah, I, yeah, because I, I thought it was just some poor bloke in the desk, but it's not. It's, yeah, uh, it's sure. properly. And that's why it's a slight delay because obviously it's it's getting the stats yeah. from Opta. So it's more not jobs bloke... lost to robotics. Ah, you AI, see, huh? you see, <laughs> just for the. taking everything. Just when the employment rate in the UK yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. worse for 10 years. So they're not missing then, out. Exactly. Um, anyway, let's talk about the, your Hammers 11. Um, so obviously the whole idea of the show, he says, 40 minutes in, um, is to say, I tell you, it's time flies when you're having fun, Steve. Yeah, tell me about um, it. Is to do his Hammers 11. So you know, everyone we've interviewed, we've probably about 150-odd people. We ask them to pick their Hammers 11. So it's your individual Hammers 11. The only rule is that you have to be alive to have seen them play. Only reason we put that in is so no one puts the same because everyone will put the same team in. If it was yeah, like exactly. your great, your greatest eleven, your yeah. your assumption is Bobby Moore, Jeff Hurst, Phil Parks. But I wasn't around to see Bobby play or Jeff Hurst play. Exactly, yeah. I was around to see Malky Mackay and Guillermo Franco. Yes, nice. Seems a, seems a fair swap. Guy um, Demel in there as well. Guy Demel, God <laughs> dear, good what old Guy. Really, really stylish, what wasn't a he? Block of a man, huh? He was just a muscle, wasn't he? He was just like shoulders like I'd a god. I'm going to try and get Guy <laughs> on the channel because I think Where he was really... in Dundee the last time I heard. He was probably eating battered sausages up in Dundee. Happy out. It would be worst place you could be. Yeah? It's all about fucking sausages with you, Steve. Isn't it? It's always about anyway, sausages. Can't bet a good sausage. No, you can't. You can't. Do you know what? You really can't. Um, and I'm with you. I'm a proper 85 percent man. I think you know. Oh, you got to go. There's no point messing with that 60 percent business. <sighs> Nothing. Regrets. Grill I, I was away for the weekend, and we and all all that was available was Richmond sausages. Oh, God, wasn't happy. Wasn't a happy man at all. But anyway, anyway, no. back to sausage. We've, we've, we've discussed sausages. We've discussed uh, the employment rate of the UK. We, we, we're ticking all these things off. That's what I like. Um, as people know to the channel, we do deviate somewhat on this. Uh, on the, wrong with on that. these topics. Nothing wrong with that. It's all about two blokes talking to the pub. That's the idea. Um, so for this eleven, Stevie, um, what we'll do is we'll, we'll start with a goalkeeper. So right. Who, so I've gone for people got? that I've actually seen play, like in yes. the flesh. Kicking oh, ball nice. around, running around, and all that cool. kind of thing, um, and yeah, there, it, there's a nice mix. So um, there's only one man for me for goalie, and that's Ludo. End of story. Yeah, that's it. Has to be Ludo. He's the man. Um, I think he was our first. We had a couple of foreigners back then, but I think he was. I don't. I, I don't like to use the word foreigner, but you know what I mean. I, suppose I know what you mean. You're far away European, or you know yeah. what I mean. And I just think he was one of the first to get the culture and get what West Ham was and get the mm. fans. And he was a nice guy. Um, 
he had a heart goal, but he was a gentle giant. And I just, I just the amount of games I've seen him playing the goal yeah. and covered in like not like now when the pitches are lovely and all like like covered in mud, co- head yeah. to toe covered in mud, and he just gave it absolutely everything all every week. He he got slogged like an old horse because like. I don't remember there being sub goalie when he was around, and if there was, he didn't get many. I think it was nah. Tony Parks. I think was the sub goalie at the time, and you know he might have made a couple of games, but no, Ludo is is my number one. He and seems always to be keeper be. for ever. Yeah, he seems to be goalkeeper yeah. the first team for for absolutely ever. Um, yeah. yeah, no, he's a, a lovely bloke. He's a lovely bloke, Ludo. Yeah, yeah. The thing about my Good team props. as well is, if any of these guys ever needed a kidney, and I was a match. They'd get one. That's 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 how high I uh, rate all these guys. Wow. Okay. The kidney transplant eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Sausages and kidneys. They can have. It's 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 all it's all awful, isn't it? All meat and awful. That's that's what it is with you. All right. Okay. We'll put Ludo in goal. Uh, You just go for the team as you want to, man. Is yeah. Yeah, Go for defence and go. So um, I went with Julian Dix, left back. Yeah. Because he's the Terminator. Um, I don't have loads of stats on these guys. I just, do you know what? When, when, you, about... when you asked me to do this, I had the team done. I would say in about six minutes. Really, it's really yeah. funny because some people uh, I've interviewed, like we interviewed, um, oh bless her, Claire Lacey. Oh poor Claire, she was agonising. I watched that. Like... I watched that, oh. and she, she had detail on every guy. Like bless she her, but really she a, taught she about. She was a prof- yeah, but yeah, she's a pro. She's, yeah, she's a pro. She and and stuff. and you watch and people say you know you watch a football game with a professional you watch it totally differently and she bless her was oh she was agonising she was messaging me like weeks in advance going I can't do it I need to like I said well list just all the players you're going to pick and just pick one you know bless yeah. her but some and then some people it's just heart straight away I picked mine almost as you said right who's been goal I literally went bang, bang, bang. but some yeah. people are really tricky you know so other people come to me I can't do it there's too many players it's like well. You know, some people I say, well, think of a theme, you know, because then that sort of helps to, you know, if you're yeah, like French yeah. hammers, then you can't put yeah, a genre. Ludo, you've got to put yeah. Bernard Lamar Someone. in, you know, yeah, so it's, yeah. it sort of helps to think. But um, yeah, Julian in Terminator. Them Lamar tracksuit pants, huh? Ooh. Oh, God bless him. I love that. I remember the one time, <laughs> and, and why he did it, I don't know. He always used to leave the ground early, always, like, you know, he wouldn't, he'd almost like he wouldn't shower, he'd just throw his tracksuit on and be straight gone. down Green Street stuck wow. in the tra- in the in the traffic and every time i'm it, there's about three or four games in a row he didn't play i think he only played like half a dozen games or a dozen games or something. yeah yeah uh, i remember every game he left he'd end up literally playing like fans all the way around his car on the on his boot on his roof just chanting we've got bernard bernard lamar smokes you know mobile <laughs> lights but that and it's like just leave 10 minutes later it's like yeah. we really had to get out so quickly take your time we'd all do take the same time. jesus christ I mean, yeah man. they've got to get to the, they've got to get down to you know up to park or, or barking or whatever you know but uh but julian dix yeah is it the terminator broke my heart Mr. broke my heart when he left um yeah. but he came back so yeah he's all and right he'll be, he's and he'll be back right. next year he'll he'll come in. but what i used to remember him like he i don't remember a lot of fullbacks like attack like nah. built like him that could attack do you know what I mean? Like there was all mm. there was always guys that were that were kind of fast and nippy, or guys that were solid and just kind of didn't didn't yeah. go too far. Were afraid to take a shot, give it to someone else. But he he was he was able to defend, manipulate the ball. He didn't care. He would go if he had to. So yeah, Julian's my my left back. Um, and next to and it was, his, it was his birthday the other day. Fifty two, yeah. same day as Phil Parks's birthday. He was seventy. Oh wow. There we go. Oh, happy birthday to the lads. I've got the stats if you haven't got them, Steve. No. Yeah, you're the stats man. I'm not. <laughs> oh, I'm just winging it. <laughs> oh, go on, then. carry on, man. Um, so, yeah, send her back. I have it written down here, so that's why I'm getting over here. Good. This is controversial now. Um, but I have Winston Reid at centre back as I one of my centre backs. I think a lot of people have forgotten what he's done for us. And uh, I will years. never forget. Ten years has been. Ten years. He, he could have left, he stayed. Mm. We went down. He stayed. He scored that that memorable goal against Millwall. He scored the last game out in Park. Like the list goes on and on. Like he just given everything. So, mm. Reedy boy, I think people need to check themselves a little bit and just remember why we're West Ham fans. That we're loyal people. Yeah, he's on good money, but that man deserves everything he gets yeah. um, because he gave 
eight years solid to us before he got injured. So people forget mm. that. So, and you know, like going out, he wouldn't have been on big money for years and years and years. So if he's entitled to a big contract near the end, I would say I'd rather give it to him than a couple yeah. of the other fellas that are sitting on the bench, not not yeah. not putting it in. So yeah, yeah that's um, yeah. Winston. And I think, think Winnie Reid as well. I think you know he when we signed him, you know, obviously there was a big. I remember there being a big fan there. We signed this. You know, this World Cup defender. Oh, my yeah, God, here, yeah. we, here we go. Here we go. We're getting Nesta. Um, it's like, you know, not New Zealand. Um, you know, coming from Denmark. <laughs> from Mich- I can't miss your ladder. It was at £4 million. Over. I remember that. I remember seeing the picture just in the white um, New Zealand kit. Yeah. Who the hell is this geezer? But they like, didn't concede is- a goal, if I remember that World Cup either. And, you know, for New Zealand, that was fair play. But I think what made him was actually going down because then he was he could find his feet. I think he was a yeah. bit rabbit in the headlights when he joined. Yeah, yeah, it's a big um, it's a big jump like Aiden Fox. It's yeah. a big jump when you when you when you get thrown into the deep end yeah. at the Premier League. Yeah, so he's my centre back. The geezer next to him, um, uh, Tony Gale. What a man! Uh, what what a beautiful man! Number one, hair flowing in the wind, defending leader. Solid tackler, he, he bleed for the cause, and he always has our back now. And it's got nothing to do with me picking the team now, but he always has our back on Sky as well. When yeah, whenever you're, we're playing, you're right. yeah, yeah, you're he right. always kind of well, he always bigs us up as well. He's a proper fella. Uh, Gail, yeah, Gail's a top, top, top yeah, player top for guy. us. And uh, yeah, I he think was, two of them in defence would be no one's getting past that. No, no, Reg was funny. I mean, he um, he when we had him on the show. He bless. He picked his eleven, and he picked himself, obviously, and he put himself as captain, penalty taker, free kick taker, manager, first team coach, and director of football. And he's like, and, he, uh, and he's just brilliant, honestly. The man. He could a, talk his way into all of them things. Well, as well. He do you know could, what? He, he's 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 just a you know he's if if he wasn't a footballer, he'd be a comedian because I just yeah. think he's, he's absolutely hilarious. And he's yeah, class. He's class act. Guy. Yeah, he's a class act. So next to him at right back yeah. would be. Um, so I think right if Tony Gale and Scott Parker had a child yeah. together, they would have Stevie Potts. Oh. he's yeah, my right back. The hair from Parker. Just, they're they're small, tidy, handsome, energetic. Def- he can defend. He can play. He could nearly play anywhere on the pitch. Yeah, like could. two of them could probably play anywhere on the pitch. To be fair to him, um, he played so many games for us. Unsung hero. I love that he got his testimonial. Um, everyone forgets him sometimes. I don't know why. Like he's kind of forgotten about. He probably wouldn't make a lot of teams. Yeah, he probably wouldn't make a lot of the lot of the teams um, on on this show. Mm. But uh, yeah, I just have really really fond memories of him and just just being a solid little defender that would love to bomb up the pitch. You Mm. know what I mean? He's kind of like a like a Dixon type of a mold with Arsenal. Like these kind of doesn't matter that they're not massive. They're small and and fast Mm. and. Yeah, so Stevie's my my right back, left yeah. back left. We're going left midfield now. Go for it, man. This guy, when I was in Locksville Park as a kid, running around pretending to be a player, this was the guy I used to pretend to be. My yeah. all-time favourite West Ham player is Stuart Slater. Ah, oh, Slates. God Loved him. him. They say yeah. never meet your hero, and I haven't, um, <laughs> because honestly, I used to think I was Stuart Slater. I used to go down. The part I'm like, right, I'm playing left midfield, and that was it. There was, that was it. I was Slater. I was running up and down, and he wasn't with us that long. Um, no. Now that I look back, but when I was watching him, he was like, he was like, he was with us forever. Um, but yeah, Slate, Slate is uh, is my left midfielder in the middle. Um, I mentioned him a, a minute ago. Got two centre midfield. I'm picking a proper four four two here now. Oh. None of this three four nah. four business try and get everyone in because we want everyone to be in the team uh, proper four 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 two like west ham um i've got scotty parker yeah uh, another guy that broke my heart when he left but <laughs> but yeah that man owns us not yet come on like the messing that was going on with our club sometimes uh, you, you you couldn't hold that man back and he gave us some no. good years and he oh, was hammered a year numerous occasions that we could all we can all talk about different games, Wigan away and all these different games that he mm. put put in like eight hundred thousand percent. Um delight to see him do well with Fulham now. Yeah, um, no, it's nice. He, yeah, he deserves it. Right. He deserves it. Um but yeah, he's he and he's my midfielder. And he's you saw and you the saw man. the interview I mean the interview afterwards, which obviously people have 
have done a meme with the streets and stuff. Yeah, you know, it's class. It's brilliant. But <laughs> do you know what? He's just like such a nice bloke, and it's like I would event. Yeah, I, I would love to see him. You know, a few years down the line, who knows? You know, Moise is not going to be around forever. But I think he's. Um, I just think he's got. He's he's got it, so you know I think it. We'll see what happens, but um, yeah, I'm really I'm really happy for him that he that he's all worked out from at Fulham, you know. Because yeah. uh, and you're right. I mean, you know, people, you know, and we'll probably get some haters of it, but you know, at the end of the day, when we went down, you know, he's a professional. He's a he's a it's, it's his career, you know. And it's like yeah. you know, very very few people will do a Trevor booking and will stay at the club for three years or anything. In essence, the championship. That doesn't happen now. He needed you... England. He needed to do it, and it's a shame it was a, it was you know three point lane, but it doesn't really matter. I don't think it's you know nowadays it's a business, isn't it? It's their careers. Yeah, well, see, they, they didn't pull up. Didn't really pull up trees with him anyway. No. So we'll let them off. But I think one thing people need to remember, and, and listen, we have players that left in the past, and we dislike them for whatever reason, and I'm one of them yeah. people. But you got to think of some guys that do put in the effort and do give everything mm-hmm. for us. They might have families. They might have kids that don't want to move school. And he might have family in the area. He might have. Yep. They might have a sick relative, mom or dad that they want to be close to. So you can see why you know, money is one thing, but you know sometimes you want to stick around in the area for your family and you know get get extra money. If he if he, if he got way more money off top and taking that money off of them, happy days. Yep. You know. All right. Next to him in the middle is uh, an en- I don't know. Could could you call him engine room? He was. I see him as a box box midfielder, to be honest with you, but because he had a sometimes he'd just let off a, a shot and a half, but he, he'd always be up and down and he loved the tackles, Ian Bishop. Oh, Bish Bosch. So, yeah, Bish Bosch. He, he was one of the guys I grew up loving as well. Um, that ponytail, um, the hair slicked back just a small bit. Just just proper proper midfielder. They don't yeah. make them like that anymore. He could nah. do everything, you know. You could you could see, like, if he was around now, you'd probably say, because he had a good foot on him, you could probably say, he could probably play it to the right a bit as well because he did yeah. deep and cross him. But sometimes he could just launch the shot and he seemed to hit it through the, like straight through the, the, the laces and just hit just a rocket yeah. of a shot from nowhere. But he loved the tackle and we love tacklers. Yeah, myself. we love it. And, we, we and, we'll get, and because, because you put me his team, we'll get a retweet, so it's fine. Hey. Good old <laughs> <The> man. <laughs> Bish is a big, fr- big, a big friend of the channel. So um, Hero. Hero. every time everyone puts Bish in, I was like, "Hey, retweet!" Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, Bish. he's in a bar in America somewhere, living the dream. Oh, he's awesome! He honestly, it. I love him. We, we've it. we've had him on the channel. He's an absolute gent. Um, so much so that he wouldn't do a, an eleven um, because he didn't want to upset any any of his old teammates. Oh, and you know time. what? I didn't care because it was. I, I love him. I think he's a Good lovely bloke. Yeah. Okay, man. Let's go right, 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 right wing. I suppose he could. He probably could play anywhere across. I don't even know if he did play right wing, but he probably did a few times. Joe Cole, um, just a beautiful individual. I remember that that FA Cup use game where he just tore people to yeah. pieces, and I just remember him just destroying guys, just destroying ending careers, and especially in. I remember his first game was it away in a cup. He ran behind the goal, celebrating around the back of the goal, and everyone would like everyone go on touch the distance and just just little things like that. And I remember a game we played Man United. I think it was five three. People might remember it. And up and back, and he had he had he had the jersey out. I remember him nutmegging Roy Keane and just going, "Beautiful man, beautiful." And look, he left. He went to the enemy. Um, he went to Chelsea. He done his thing. He but. Fair play to him for coming back that time. I know he wasn't yeah. his best, but he said he owed us a little bit. So fair play to him. And he always that that's how you leave a club and come back, mm. or even leave a club. You stay respect. Other players have left and they haven't given us the respect that we deserve yeah, for yeah. bringing them through. So I'd say fair play to him. But yeah, Joey, he could just turn it on when he wanted to, and he was oh, yes. he was a, he was a beauty of a man and a beautiful player. And yeah, we won't see the likes of him again, especially for a long time. Someone that could do well, it. I think all. I think also. And I think also, you know, Joe Cole was, and unfortunately, I think he, as he was coming, as he was progressing through the Chelsea's, the Liverpool's, uh, and England as well, the game changed, and he and that maverick, free roll player, just fell out of the game. Finish, you don't get yeah. a free roll player now. No, I mean, you no. think even like the hazards of this world when he was he was on the left really, and it's a shame because I think him. Joe, a, 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 a traditional sort of ten roll or a free 
free roll, can do what he wants, yeah. would have been even higher in terms of what he could have if, if he was born 10 years earlier, he would have been oh, one of the best oh. players in the world because he had a Gaza-esque about him. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He would have only just got more raw and more better and yeah. he would have just let loose even more. So, um, yeah, it's a good shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, my strikers. Yes. My strikers, right. Uh, I mentioned him earlier on. Ilian. Um, what? Robbie Kaylee, yeah. (laughs) No, I'll never forget that miss, Robbie Key. Remember, he was was sliding the ball. Come on, never forget. Anyway, no, I went Frank McAvenny. He's my one of my strikers, um, just for the sheer fact of um, just watching him as a kid. um, Just, just seeing him just banging in goals left, right, and centre. My first proper game is my first proper league game as well. Seeing him score that hat trick against Forest. I think they're all in the second half or all in first. I can't remember, but they're all in one half. I think he actually scored four and one, another one was offside. But yeah, he just an absolute machine of a man, a proper, proper geezer as well yeah. when it comes to living life. And he lived it. And yeah, Frank McAvenny's up there. Next to him, this was really hard. There was It was between two or three, but he left years and years ago and he came back. I remember him coming back and wearing the pony, you know, the V the yeah, pony yeah, shirt yeah, 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 and yeah. Tony Cotty for me just yeah. I'll never forget how happy I was got home from <laughs> school and it was on the news or something West Ham side I think it was on CFAX or something crazy like that yeah it was well before the days of Sky Sports News and just saw Tony Cotty and I was like this guy and he's playing for everything he was scoring those goals and he keep coming to us oh, I was so happy and like it, like, I, I love John Hartson and I wanted to throw Hartson in and I suppose I haven't gone for Di Canio or any guys like that um, John Hartson was a close second Was would have been he's probably my sub striker if you know what I mean mm. but Cotty had pipped uh, has pipped him into the team um, him and McAvenny I would just if they were together now like, on the shoulder Fox in the box and on the shoulder like powerhouse master McAvenny just blasting shots everywhere and Cotty just picking up the rebounds and just scooting in over the top I think the two of them together would just just be phenomenal for us now. I think they're probably two of the strikers that would walk into the Premier League now if if they were around now because they would just they would just run at people all the time. There's something that we don't see as much anymore, especially over the top. You don't usually get partnerships. Yeah, yeah, we don't have partnerships anymore. Three. It's usually like you know you got to think. Okay, well Liverpool, it's Firmino, Salah, and Mane, and you know it's not like you know. Cotty, McAvenny, Hearts and Kitzer. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. get that big man, little man type thing anymore now. And yeah, no, no, it's not. So, yeah, the two of them, I think they, they, I just have fond memories of them and I've seen them play and I'll never forget them. I, yeah, they're just brilliant individuals, brilliant players. They owe us nothing. They gave us everything and yeah, yeah they're my two strikers. I'll just mention my subs because I thought that these, these were guys that were close. Yeah. Um, so I have two defenders, which was Rio and Repka. Um, they're unfortunately they can't get into the side, but you can see why because the players I I picked I yeah, think yeah. they're just 100 percent claret and blue. Um, Moncourt and Martin Allen would be my two sub midfielders. I just like if you, if, if if you're winning two one, right, yeah. and you're under a bit of pressure, who would you bring on? Maybe Martin Allen. Oh Martin, you're you're still not fit after last week. All right, Moncourt, either of them nothing's getting past nothing's yeah. getting through the middle there they could sit in the hole all day long and just smash people and that's yeah. sometimes that's what you need now they could ball as well do not get me yeah, wrong they both play I mean I mean with John him and Bish he reckoned there was about two three seasons where they defensed themselves against any midfielder any yeah. midfield combo in the Premier yeah. League yeah. Keen, proper technically Fiera, good to take yeah. him, you know. Moncourt I actually used to, I think Moncourt, he had um, the high-tech boots with the flap over, and I used to have them, but I bought them because of him. Um, I think him and Bish, they bought high-tech, um, bought high-tech with the, big, with the big tongue. Yeah, I had them boots, and I loved them, and I used to think, I'd be playing, because I used to play like centre midfield or left, I used to think I was one of them. As I got older, when I wasn't as quick as a Stuart <laughs> Slater when I was small, but yeah, they, they were too proper, and obviously... Hartson was would be my sub striker. Um, I actually met him a few years ago at a radio event, and he was such a good guy. 
Um, I had a chat to him about his, his cancer because I lost my dad to what, what he had, a brain tumour. And he was just so humble and so nice and Lovely. got a big hug from him. And you could just tell that he was just genuinely appreciative of, of the, the conversation that we had. And fair play to him. He came through it in the end. And every time I look at him, it gives me hope that, you know, there's, people, there's other people out there that can, can overcome such a True. such a horrible disease. But yeah, top, top guy. He still oh, looks out for us. Yeah, no, no, he's, he's fond of us as well. Oh, he's great. Um, we've had yeah, him on. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, I must have, when we had him on, we've had, um, I mean, I reckon, I, I reckon I chatted to him for about an hour before we started recording. Wow. And I reckon we chatted about for about an hour afterwards. He was immense. He was like, I've, he was um, an amazing person and yeah. he's really looked after himself since lockdown. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> the yeah, size yeah. of his arms, when we did Cross Hammers, <laughs> literally his arms were like he's the size you. of my, he's, they were just, but just muscle, like oh, honestly. A few of my pals went to a stag in. I've never, I've been to, I don't think I've been to Swansea. It was meant to be a street on it where they put the bollards up at the at the at the weekend or whatever, and just so cars can't drive down. Yeah. And a few of my mates went over there on a stag, and they met him in the pub. He ended up staying with them oh, for the whole night, just God, having a few beers, just cracking on, no problem. The wife was drinking him the whole lot. He was getting in trouble, but that just goes short the man. He had time for everyone. And yeah, he's, he's, uh, oh, he's, awesome. yeah, he, he's unfortunate not to be in my, in my side, but Macabinian he's on the bench. guy just had too much. He's on the bench. He's on yeah, the bench. he's good enough. Got a good squad there, I think. Got yeah, a good squad. Squad. Got a good squad man. afterwards, after the game as well. Yeah, oh God, that's the thing. I mean, you with Bish as well. I mean, you've got nothing funny. Bish likes a bit of a, you know, Bish yeah. tells a story. Well, actually, Martin Allen tells me a story. Um, which he made, which I, he made me talk to Bish about, where uh, Bish would always have a pack of polos in his in his in his shorts, in his short pocket, because obviously they'd go out after training, have a few light owls, oh. and next day, so he didn't smell smell of any booze, he'd have polos. So I so oh. I said, to, oh Bish, uh, you know Martin tells me you like polos. And like- He's a fucking liar. It was extra, <laughs> extra, extra strong mints. They weren't polos. They're extra strong for what I was drinking. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Do you know what? I, sort of, I so get. I can so understand that. And his interview is brilliant because he tells all, all great bitch. I mean, tell, bitch. And uh, actually, at Mad Dogs is amazing, you know. But um, yeah, some of the stories that that generation had was just incredible. And and yeah. Monks as well, because obviously he has like so many, so many stories about his his you know training you know ground antics and he just he, he just spoke about them so openly he's he was crazy like, yeah i mean i just well i just didn't have no kit so i just ran out naked yeah and, yeah, yeah. and did i did no a klinsman dive and i was, didn't have no kit but i had kit next day and i've, I've always had kit since I'm like, yeah, all right john but uh yeah, oh man good that. funny stevie man it's been amazing chatting to you an hour has flown by without us even thinking about it i blinked and an there hour you go. listen I, i'm available to come over for christmas dinner no problem <laughs> <laughs> oh, exactly. Available for bar mitzvahs. Uh, yeah, you know, available uh, for everything. 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 It's been great, man. Thank you so much for your time, obviously. And thank you to everyone for watching as well. Um, you know, again, very humbled by all the support for the channel. Uh, like, share, subscribe, comment who you want me to interview. If you want to come on, give us a shout, drop us a DM, and uh, we'll get you everyone on, on the uh, channel as soon as possible. Um, and from me and Stevie, uh, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Come on, you irons, indeed. Stevie's already. And until next time, take care, everyone. Stay safe, and we'll see you again so very, very soon. Wow, like it's wow. Yeah, see, I'm, I can't. I can't. I, I don't like needles. I forgot I what arm it was. <laughs> I don't like needles. I, I couldn't get a tattoo. Same thing. I couldn't. I'm, I'm really, really phobic of needles. This is the one thing I really hate. Listen, really you've weird. got it there. That's all that counts. Exactly. Got it there. It just gets into your skin, doesn't it, without realising. But uh, anyway, guys, take care, everyone. Stay safe. We'll see you again very, very soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.